Well, hey, Marys. Welcome back for another All Right, Mary Untalked. Mary, I hope that you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> um, as you know, we are now doing these Untucked after our main stage episode uh, to talk about your Reddit on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, answer some emails from Marys. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, I've been trying to get to the emails, but it's we, we have the trend where we, we get pretty steady emails and then the episode will come out and we'll get a lot of responses. Right, right. Um, and I'm like trying to keep up with that. So this is a great opportunity to answer those questions. Sure. Some people had some similar ideas. Um, right, right. So uh, just know, I read all your emails. We read all your emails. I read your emails we yeah. all read your emails. Uh, and sometimes you get a chance to write back, and sometimes we'll do it here in the episode. My problem with responding to emails uh, while I'm at work, uh, my desk is positioned in such a way that everybody going to the copier, the mm. kitchen, and the bathroom walks right by my desk. And I have these two very big monitors because mm. of the nature of my job with music that. If I don't have music up on my screen, it looks weird. Yeah, they're like, oh, mm -hmm. and when I write and read emails, I'm I'm writing for a very long time. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so I I either have to do it on my break, which is usually spent in the kitchen or you know walking around the block or doing something like that mm -hmm. away from the TV, the computer screen. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. so uh, or it's my lunch and it's like I have to step away from the computer screen. Yeah, yeah. so it's hard to do this at work, and then I I work at night. Anyway, I'm not going to make it. Anyway, but this should not be a discouragement. <laughs> no way. Uh, please keep sending your emails to allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com yeah. or through the uh, contact page on allrightmary.com. Yeah, that's a good place to do it too. Uh, or on Twitter uh, yeah. at allrightmary. Yeah. Feel free uh, because we will likely talk about it here. There you go, Mary. So we have a, a few things to talk about. Do you want to get into the big topic now or do you want to get the little ones out of the we'll way? We'll do the little ones. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we should uh, certainly uh, talk about season 10. Uh, that, yeah. that release date is March 23rd. 22nd, I think. 22nd? 23rd. We're getting okay. like no break. Yes. I mean, this is great. Right. There's a part of me that's like, I know we're like we don't get any off no, season because <laughs> when we're on season, like it's I mean oh yeah we we're just recapping a TV show, but like it's keeping up with it and oh, it's yeah. you know and and it's being present about it and doing our research and following right. all the tea and, right and we um, have to record us on a certain day yes. whereas when we're on the off season we have more of a choice we can record multiple episodes in right. one week mm -hmm. yeah it's just yeah. different and it's just and you can feel like I love when I think we got some tweets like as soon as the episode came out people were like when is your recap yeah, and yeah, I yeah, get yeah. it because you just you need to talk about it. Oh, Totally. So, like, totally. we don't, we would hate to be like, oh, sorry. and I hope Sister Mary Caroline is happy with our education of Crystal Abasia. Yes, being yeah. Clip of the week because she was very excited to hear about that. And I think she had sent us an email with some other thoughts that I'll mention oh, in this please episode. Do. Yes. Um, um, so we should also uh, mention that we are also writing a column on Metrosource.com. Yeah. Um, which we post on Twitter weekly. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're not on Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. reach out to us, and we'll make sure that we send you that link that you can kind of bookmark and mm -hmm. and, and check. Yeah. Um, and always feel free to actually even comment right on that. Uh, yeah. That, that news site. Yeah. Mary's. I know that they are. I mean, let's just be real. Mary's. I know they're certainly encouraging uh, people to comment and leave their feedback on the page and kind of get conversations going. So if you're feeling a certain way, we know you are because you've emailed us or tweeted us. Share it on that page as well. Yeah. And like that'll totally. be great. I yeah. feel like that would be another... good for us, too. And yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah. So thanks, Mary's. Um, and then, uh, do you want to talk about the TV time app? 
Yes, so we are now also featured on the TV Time app. Yeah. Uh, so we are, if you are a, you know, if you've listed yourself as a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, um, every episode, every week, you know, they have kind of their compilation of, of fan reactions and conversations and whatnot. And within that, you can also access our episode. Um, so it's just a great way for us to reach more people, uh, yeah. which we're excited about. And yeah. uh, which is great because I feel like the people who are on that app are obviously interested in drag race these are not passive people watching right so uh we're hoping to you know if you're a tv time listener let a mary know yeah let yeah. us know about that um and then i guess we'll talk about our predictions at the end yeah. of the untucked yeah but uh yeah let's talk about um let's talk about the the race article on slate.com okay and then get into some emails okay sure so uh mary's you may be familiar there's an article that recently came out uh, on slate.com that's uh, I think the title was RuPaul's Drag Race has a race problem yeah um, and it's really suggest- Which is a clever yes words, yeah real yeah. clever yeah 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 um, and and suggesting obviously as the title is saying is that there are uh, a lot of racial implications or racial prejudices especially among fans and fan reactions of the show yeah. um, based on a queen's race right and um, we've certainly talked about this before mm-hmm. especially yeah. um, if you listen back to our episode when we recap season two um, just the evidence is all there I mean Tara Sanchez was great mm-hmm. on that season yeah yeah um, and she's remembered as being one type of queen when mm-hmm. she was great and right. then people are like, oh, Raven, justice for Raven, justice for Raven. Yeah. Um, and we found that Raven was actually pretty obnoxious and yeah. mean and not nice. You and, know? and in fact, it wasn't just that Tyra wasn't so bad, that she wasn't really that bad at all after a certain point. Like once she kind of got course yeah. corrected. Right. And like we've seen plenty of queens get course corrected on the show sure. and like asked to like step up their game or right. to stop doing something or start doing something. And Tyra needed to like clean up her act yeah. and not be so aggressively annoying. Right. And if you watch the later half of that season, Tyra is a, is a, you know, uh, she's, she's great. She's not a problem. Yeah. Um, whereas Raven is consistently a bully. Right. And, uh, you know, there's this trend. I mean, that there's this labeling that, um, the black queens, much like black women, get the stereotype that they're, you know, uh, they have an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it comes down to is having a bad attitude. Right. Like a Jasmine Masters Nina versus Bonita, uh, yeah. Yeah, Nina Bonita Brown mm-hmm. um, versus like an acid Betty, right, who mm-hmm. also had an attitude problem, but, you know, right. to be white. Right, right, yeah. but got excused. And right. I think there was a lot that, that this article was saying about reactions to All Stars 3 and, you know, justice for Thorgy mm-hmm. and feeling that, you know, and milk, of course, and feeling that, um, I and I didn't. This was something I didn't agree with. I it it did not feel to me. I think that I I understood what Milk was saying about Thorgy's drag versus Kennedy's drag. Yeah, I want to talk about that for sure. Yeah. I think it's important to just uh, state outright that uh, the point that the article is making for me is that that there are racist <sighs> racist fans, right? That yeah. are attacking you know queens of color mm-hmm. with horrible horrible things. Yeah. And it's it's not right, and I I do think that there are uh, that there is a race problem in terms of fandom. I don't think that's just RuPaul's Drag Race, though. I think that yeah. there is, that that is a problem amongst all celebrities, right? Yeah. You you even look at porn, mm-hmm. and porn, uh, mostly black uh, featured uh, actors in mm-hmm. porn don't get the same amount of hits and the most amount of quote unquote love right. as, as light skinned or white uh, porn actors. Mm-hmm. And it's so for me, it's like, okay, we're looking at RuPaul's drag race and we're calling calling out racist fans. 
this is a problem for all fans. Right? Oh this yeah, is, this is a thing. This is this is a large. There are racist people. Yeah, there's a Venn diagram here. Yes. There's racist people and there's racist drag race fans, and it's just a total overlap. Right. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. because of how voracious so many drag race fans are, mm-hmm. because there's like uh, I don't know, there's something that hits them deeper. Yeah. Yeah. They, they also feel the need to go out and attack these these yeah these drag queens. Well, I mean, not I mean you know, not to go totally off topic, but there was also a, a death threat recently, I think, towards Chi Chi. Yeah. Um, that Ben had made a Facebook live video about and it's um, and of course you know that's you know Fifi was getting threats of acid thrown in her face right. you know at one point I mean this uh, this happens um, but it's uh, it, it the, the points the article was making when you really kind of look at it it's like yeah it's kind of hard like I I get this I get what it's suggesting yeah um, it's, I, I, I totally see yeah. it um, now, to, now to talk about the Thorgy, the Justice for Thorgy thing. Mm-hmm. Sure, there might be racist fans that are like all for Thorgy, right, and not for Chichi or for Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But to uh, to Milk's point, right, and they're also thirsty people for milk, right? right I think right. the article no, made no. <laughs> they, the article made an interesting uh, point about how Trixie Mattel. Um, asked her drag race fans like how many of you yep. are for, for Pearl and then everybody roared and then mm-hmm. how many of you for Pearl because she's attractive right it's like and then everybody roared right um, right that yeah that, that people mm-hmm. like drag queens because of how they look as a boy yes because yeah what they like is they're attracted to the guy in drag and now whatever he does on stage as a drag queen right like, oh it's great it's amazing right. and yeah. then the other point is that they're making is that uh, this, the article is making is that uh, when a black queen is celebrated it's because they fulfill a certain ceremony stereotype oh, of black women yeah right like latrice fulfilling the mammy stereotype yeah um that, I mean, that kind people of, are comfortable with yeah right? i gotta tell you i that i took a moment sure. with that and i was like okay yeah okay great i'm point. with you i get it point. i understand what you're saying it's safer yeah it's safer there's nothing it's com- sexual and it's it's a stereotype that we have deemed acceptable for Right, because you know, even even marketing Aunt Jemima. I mean, exactly. It's, yeah, it's it, ridiculous. It's touching the same note as you know, Mammy from Gone with the Wind and right, Aunt Jemima, right? And, and all of those stereotypes. The, the, the maternalness of Oprah. Yes. right. People mm-hmm. say that she's accepted by white uh, white women because right. she's seen as maternal, or right, you know, right. like an aunt. Yeah, or or like just she's offensive. A nanny. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah, totally. There's that reductive element as well, and I think what I appreciated about this article was that it was. Um, it was not denying the talent of queens like Sasha Velour uh-huh. getting celebrated, whereas someone like Shea Coulee is being told, "Oh well, you know, get over it." Right. Uh, it. I. I appreciate the article was set, was not saying that Sasha Sasha Velour's performance wasn't. I think they described it as like transcendent. Yeah. Very much true. But at the same time, this idea that like, well, sorry, Shay, it's done. That's I, showbiz. That's showbiz. Um. I. I get that point. I see what they're saying. I yeah. think that that did happen. Right. I think that Shea Coulee kind of got labeled as having a bad attitude. I'm going to also say that Shea Coulee didn't help herself by aligning herself with Azalea fucking Banks. Oh, I see. Um, and I think she later realized that that was a mistake right. and, and was and very honest about yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, and, and came out about that. But like that didn't help matters. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Um, you know, just to talk more about Thorgy and Milk uh, and the justice for Thorgy kind of thing, um, you know, and Milk's comment of like, I just appreciate Thorgy's drag more. Mm-hmm. I think that there are two types of fans, right? There's a racist fan and there's a not racist fan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's somebody that watches the show 
because they like a certain type of drag, right? There, mm-hmm. There's a way to enter a dress. There's a perspective. There's an mm-hmm. aesthetic. Yeah. And I feel like someone like Milk isn't picking Thorgy over Kennedy because she's white, but she's picking Thorgy over Kennedy because she likes her drag more, like yeah. what she said. I think th- I think Milk would appreciate someone like Bob the Drag Queen mm-hmm. over someone like Ginger Minge. Right. 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 I... Uh, you know, I wrote back to one of our our listeners, one of our matrons, uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. um, and I was just kind of uh, thinking in my head of all the different types of queens yeah. that aren't pageant queens, because right. that's that's essentially what Milk was trying to say is like, mm-hmm. well, Kennedy wears a gown and puts on great makeup and gives great female illusion, mm-hmm. and then Thorgy comes out as this clown that's funny and that uh, you know pokes fun uh, at gender in a different way. Right, and I also I feel like. This article and this whole argument also either benefits or or doesn't benefit from like this narrow scope of just drag race girls because then I think about because one of the things it says is like there's these these white queens that kind of represent this kind of New York style mm. and then there's this like southern sort of pageant oh, style right. and then I thought of a queen like Neon Calypso um, who I saw at Nightgowns mm. who is a New York queen who is a black queen with a capital B like she's doing like her performance was that Missy Elliott song with the with the spoken word I mean it was right it, it, it was very much celebrating a black experience right and to me I felt like okay there's an interesting example that's outside of the the, sh- the few examples we're seeing here yeah. and that's not to discredit any points it's just to reinforce I think an important point every time these conversations come up about drag race is drag race is a drop in the bucket of drag and so we're just talking about a small deck of cards here. Yeah. And we're not looking at the larger picture here that you can't just say, oh, you know, typical New York queens. You can't just excuse the the types of drag happening in New York that don't fit your narrative. And sure. you can't excuse the types of avant-garde drag that's happening in Atlanta right now because right. they fit your narrative. Right. Um, and so I just add that not to discredit this, but just to say, oh, yes, and. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, just to give some more examples, I mean, I feel like the the, the people that uh, would agree with Milk on sending Thorgy home over over Kennedy, mm-hmm. um, you know, they'd pick Bob over Trinity Taylor. They'd pick Nina Bonina Brown over Roxy. They'd pick Vivacious over Ginger Minch. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, right? Like what they're, it's a certain aesthetic that they're, that they're drawn to versus a certain sure. race. Now yeah. that might be ingrained racism, right? Mm-hmm. That they don't even know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was telling Sister Mary Nathan this, that like, I think that at the end of the day, right, we, we, we need to be speaking out against racial bias more and more and always. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, they need to learn how to see it mm-hmm. because there's so many other issues issues at play that sometimes cover it up. So that's what's dangerous is when they they don't see the racial bias. They actually are only focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. It's important to recognize it. And it's important to have a dialogue with someone who's like, no, this is racist, mm-hmm. to listen to them and be like, oh, why is it? Right. Right. And then to open your mind to it and don't just be like, oh, no, not that. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't just you can't just like totally invalidate someone's yeah. feelings. About like something. at the very least, be willing to maybe just like because I'm saying this because I I've literally just done it of like I've done it. I've put <laughs> my opinion on the shelf and said, OK, let me see what your point is. Yeah, because I'm I'm I've been pretty like staunch about where I am, but. There's got to be some validity here. And yeah. the more that I opened myself up, I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sure. Like this whole Latrice Mammy thing. I think that that's 
that's fair. And to quote Kasha Davis, clocked. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of my, that's what first drew me to Latrice is that I got those feelings. Oh, I see. Um, I think that's what drew a lot of people to her. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it's like, I don't know where to land with this, but there's that feeling of like, but then there's the fact that Latrice is, I think is generally an open hearted, kind person. Sure. And there's right. that overlap with that stereotype. Right. And I don't want to invalidate either Latrice's good spirit. Yeah. So you, you know? have to be able to like to parse things out. Yeah. To see the blocks and see the things at play. Mm-hmm. You know, and not for nothing, I mean, right now we're in a world where gender's gender is being torn down more and more by the queer community, right? Mm-hmm. It's being torn down uh with the Me Too community, um, or the Me Too movement. Um and where activism coming into so many drag performances, right? And so the this age of miscontinental female illusion is kind of becoming a little bit like that's great, that's mm-hmm. that's amazing, keep doing that, that's beautiful, right? And there are newer fans that are more interested in what else you can say about gender through drag, yeah. And so they're choosing to support queens that are speaking to something new. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at Kennedy versus Thorgy. Mm-hmm. There's something newer with Thorgy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there are racist people that are going to pick Thorgy over Kennedy. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Fuck those people. Right. And fuck the people that pick Kennedy over Thorgy because she's a black queen. Right. Because it completely discounts all of the art that Kennedy is doing. None of that should be a factor. It shouldn't be about, it shouldn't be about the color of the skin you're entering the competition or the dress or the race with. It should be about what you're doing on that stage. Right. Now, and I should be perfectly honest with you, I root for queens of color. I root for contestants of color because... Mm -hmm. It's just in my nature to do that. I always do that for because I I I think that they are often um, people of color are often handed a, a really shitty hand in society. Sure. So mm-hmm. I, I you know I'm just like yeah let's lift let's lift that person up mm-hmm. you know yeah right um, and I can see that right mm-hmm. I can see why someone would root for Kennedy because she's of color right but on top of that don't discount all of Kennedy's amazing drag yeah exactly because I think that that's that's not recognizing what she showed up here with. You know what I mean? Like that's not really respecting her and her talent. If you're just giving her credit because she's black, they're not showing up to drag race to promote their race. They're showing up to drag race to promote their art and how they see drag, how they see themselves. Right. Right. And I think that that's, different from a queen like BB or a queen like Valentina who's very much bringing their culture and their yeah. race into their drag right. it's very intentional sure. this is that's different that's right. different they it that's that's their choice in the dress and you know i also want to state that we are two white cisgender men talking about this issue and yeah. and i think that the conversation does need to be had whether we're white or not yeah so i don't think that while i am i listen to all of my brothers and sisters and non-binary pals of color I am constantly checking my own privilege and mm-hmm. being like, all right, well, I'm going to listen. I also have a podcast right now where people are listening to me. So I'm going to say like, this is a conversation we need to be having. Yeah. There are racist fans and we need to call them out. Mm-hmm. We need yeah. to come to the aid of people that are being attacked. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, when Ben made the Facebook live video about the death threats against Chi Chi, he made a very good point. He said the people who were doing this are not listening right now to right. me. And they're not listening to All Right Mary either. No. They're, they're, it's certainly no, they're not, not listening to the untucked of All Right Mary. They sure. might listen to the recap, you know, <laughs> um, but they're not going to commit to this. Um, and so you, you I, I think. Yeah. So the, it's important that Mary's if if you're feeling on the defense, just so you know, we're on your side. If, oh, you're, if you're listening to All Right Mary, mm-hmm. untucked especially. Yeah. Uh, we're on your side. We're not yeah. attacking you. Yeah. We're a choir singing to each other sure. right now. Yeah. And I think it's also a matter of like. 
okay, okay, let's hear this, acknowledge it. I think, yeah, as a white guy, I'm like, okay, how do I enter this conversation in a way that, like, feels uh, appropriate, you know? And I think what we're doing, I don't think we're sitting here saying how it should be. I think it's just like, yes, we hear this. Here's some nuances we're seeing. Sure. Um, And then I also think... I think there's a layer of that Slate article that was missing. Yeah. Which is the perspective of... Uh, of drag queens that are out there yeah. that is, you know, also c- kind of collapsed within th- uh, Milk's response. Yeah, I you know? think I... W- but at the same time, the point that it's making is drag race fans, there are, there are drag race fans that are racist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I would... We should focus on that. I would love to hear more perspectives on this topic than than just a, 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 an outsider's point of view. It's yeah. a Slate article. Um, because I think it's... I think it then leads to the question of so as a as a fan of the show and a viewer and potentially a commenter, someone who obviously you're listening to this podcast, you're involved with the show more than just watching it once um, because you're listening to this. Um, how, I, I think it's important to sort of give constructive like, so what do you do? Because right. it's so easy to be rhetorical about this. Yeah. You know, like how Michelle and Rue talk about like, okay, well, thanks, Rue. How do you do that? And I think that that's like a good thing to position is like how do people – where do people see this and how do they respond to it in mm-hmm. a way that's constructive? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, some people are just going to keep watching the show and rooting for the queens that they love. Yeah. And not sending hate to the queens that they don't love. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is normal behavior. Yes. And to <laughs> me, that that to me is what you do. I think that there is. Yeah, that's what you do. I'm all for like if you're in a situation and you're speaking up. And for, if there's a hater that you follow or that is following you. Mm hmm. You block them or right. you unfollow them. Right. And if you feel there's a situation where it's worth behavior. speaking up or it's worth responding to something, recognizing that for the most part, a comment section war on Facebook right. is, is useless. Yeah. Um, Dialogues rarely happen healthily yeah. on social media. To me, you know, and I always, I, I'd say this about any sort of shitty situation. Certainly there's been some tough stuff in the news lately. I feel like if you don't know what else to do, be one less person doing harm. Be sure. one more person doing good. Yeah. Be one more person sending love instead of hate right it's so it's so valuable you are you are making the choice that you can make and you're putting more love than hate and you're balancing it out and if you don't know how to do any of that because you're so upset go outside scream go outside garden go outside bike ride yeah get it out of your system go see black panther go see black panther do a little zumba do both you know um work (laughs) all that zumba while watching watching it yeah work that popcorn off (laughs) it's so many calories in that butter not for nothing oh my god there's no calories in the movies colin oh yeah there's no calories in the movies right right right. that bunch of crunch is all guilt-free you know me too Uh well you betcha um do you put it in the popcorn i don't remember so Sometimes, but no. Yeah, because that's I don't because I, I lose. The, I they it all melts, go to the bottom. They go to the bottom. You can only do it with chocolate chips because then yes, they melt. Then they melt, and then it's a yeah. cohesive situation. Right, right, right. At yeah. Stonewall Inn, um, Chuck, the bartender, he'll he'll make you popcorn and then put M and M's in it. <gasps> oh and, yes, and yes, yes, yes. I do know that. Yes. Oh yeah. Man. You go see Kenny Dash at Stonewall Inn for uh, Drag Queen Bingo on Monday nights. Yep. You oh, might, you might see oh, me there. I, yeah. I, we did that once, yes, and I, and I won a porn. Yeah, yeah. you won a porn. Um, that I don't have a DVD I player. I won a Minnie Mouse Pez Maker, which is over there oh, by the door. Well, yeah. all right, Mary. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can't make it to Stonewall, I think the recipe is pretty easy. I think it's like two <laughs> things. Like, I, don't quote me on that. I don't know what Kenny's special touch is, but it's worth a shot. Um, so anyway, uh. Yeah, I think that these are. I think those are our thoughts on that article. Yeah, I think we've we've 
we've exhausted expounded it. upon it. Yeah. And, and it's a great article. Please yeah. read it. And yeah. If somebody uh, that you know isn't thinking about these issues, it might be an interesting article to be like, hey, read this. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Because it's another way to talk about drag race. Yeah. Right. And I, the capper on this is I'm appreciating that the article, because I think when we when we first started talking about it, I had this idea in my head that the article was criticizing the show. Right. And I felt like, oh, you're going after the, no, you, you've made not, the wrong decision. You know, <laughs> you're going off to the wrong thing. You it's know? not criticizing the show. It's criticizing maybe milk and it's criticizing the fans. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Which I think is fair. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's move on to some. There's some Mary emails right. to to respond to. Mary's. I gotta tell you, sometimes you guys come up with stuff that I am just like, Ugh. good God! I'm so glad you people are out there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so good. It's so great. So I wanted to mention some a uh, couple of different things. Uh, first off, um, we from Sister Mary Mackey. Um, Bob okay, Mackey. Matt, yeah, Bob Mackey. Okay, Matt recently sent us a Matreon request for Carrie. <gasps> oh my! And God. I thought that was a pretty great oh idea. My God, Carrie, yeah, trust me, Carrie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pray with me, Carrie. Pray with oh my me. God. Piper Laurie, and that is Piper just... Laurie, and then Julianne Moore does it in the remake. Oh, which I don't think I've seen. It's it's fine. It's yeah. not the old one. It's not yeah. Sissy Spacek. Yeah. But Julianne Moore. It's Julianne Moore. Yeah. 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 I'll watch that. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So. Oh, Billy. <laughs> I hate Carrie White. <laughs> <laughs> so, trust and believe, Mary, we are definitely going to do Carrie uh, at some point soon. Oh, um, I think we got another request plus a question from somebody. Oh, well, we mentioned Sister Mary Caroline. And oh, I think that yes. she had a request. Yes. She mentioned Muriel's wedding. Oh. Which I think is a great choice. Have you seen Muriel's wedding? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Terrible Muriel. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. And, and, you know, that quote alone is one to know. If mm-hmm. you're looking for gay phrases, yes. it's terrible Muriel. I, I just heard it the other night at a drag show mm-hmm. on Friday. Oh, yeah. You're terrible. Yeah. And, and I love Dusty Ray Bottoms. That's oh, it. all right. Yes. Possible season 10 contestant. Yes. Um, and I love. Possible. And possible I think almost. Very likely. I'm pretty sure. This is like Alexis Michelle. We, like, we yeah. knew it was happening. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Dusty Ray oh, Bottoms yeah, might be on she a show. Wink, wink, we don't on. know. Yeah. She might. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. no spoilers here. Um, do not write us letters. Uh, but yes, I particularly love what I love about that quote is is when people do it with the with the um, oh that that northern Australian that that coastal accent of you're terrible, Mario. Oh, you're it's terrible. a Mario. Terrible it's Mario. it's with an A. Um. So yes, uh, Carolyn, you also had. Uh, some she mentioned she called BB the the uh, camomile, <laughs> which I loved. <laughs> camomile, camomile, and so her because we're going to talk about our predictions later this episode. But she had an interesting idea in terms of top three predictions. She mentioned Ben, Shangela, and Aja, and said so they they each represented something really special that mm. Rue would. So Shangela is kind of a baby Rue. She's following literally in the footsteps, and I think we've always, I've, I've seen that for a while. Uh-huh. Shangela feels like the the heir in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, whereas Ben is kind of the know where this music's coming from kind of queen. Like okay. she's the, the queer history queen, the wonders on her homework and, you know, is celebrating the past while being part of the future. Um, and then there's Aja, who's the kids queen. She's, she's what, she's the modern queen. A.O. She's Fifth. A.O. Fifth. She's, she's in touch with like what the kids are into. Sure. And so they each represent three Which different. Which is voguing right now. Yeah. It's so it's into so voguing right now. Um, and so I thought that was an interesting idea. Whether or not those are the actual top three, I think that that's very true. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I think um uh I think Trixie's missing from there. Um only because yeah. Trixie is uh a representing an arm of drag race. Mm-hmm. Um well, I think Trixie and Aja I think that they are kind of they're both 
they're both kind of what the kids are doing okay. slash into, right. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think that, yeah, I, I think that Trixie is very much, I keep hitting on it, like that sort of self-deprecating, oh my God, that's so me, uh, me right now, like with some picture of somebody being a mess, yeah. um, trying to get my shit together kind of aesthetic. I think that she plays that card really well. Yeah. And I think that Aja just has this kind of like youthful energy and this kind of like uh, like go for it attitude that like only comes with being 23, you know? <laughs> um, so I get it. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. We oh, we had another Matreon request from Molly. Uh, new ma- oh, sorry, not a new uh, a new Matreon actually. Uh, sorry, I got confused. Molly is a new Matreon and had a new Matreon request. Yes, for, for the, Wizard, the of Wizard of Oz. And I told Colin the first thing I said to you when you sat down in front of me today mm. was, we should definitely do the Wizard of Oz and we should make it available for all of our Matreons, the yes. two dollar and the five dollar. Yes. Um, and I'm even kind of wondering if we want to give this one for free. To oh, yeah. all of our Marys we to kind of that. maybe drum up some more interest. Yeah, let, let let them know what they might be getting from me. Because that's a really special movie. Yeah. Um, so Marys, I, yeah, you might be getting a free bonus episode soon. All right, Marys. All right, Marys. Um, let's see. Oh, I just want to send some love to our Mary on the streets, Jorge in Mexico City. Oh my uh, gosh, we're so happy to hear that the earthquake was not too bad yeah that everyone in your life is okay that everything is fine hopefully you've caught up on snatch game you know priorities right mary <laughs> um hopefully all, all that's in check um so uh we did not you know obviously no time or energy to give a full recap but we wanted to let you know jorge that we love you anyway yes and no expectations no pressure we know you're out there thank you uh and we're glad you're well um, I also want to mention Sister Mary Zach. Uh, Sister Mary Zach, this is not her first time a game show. She was... So she was on American Idol at one point. Yes. And had an interesting perspective that I thought was very applicable to Trixie. And it was this idea of getting in your head about wanting to please the producers versus just playing the game. Right. And we've seen this plenty of times, right? R- Raven oh. talks about this. Mm-hmm. It's like, if the producers tell me to do something or if the judges tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. Right. Cause I, yeah, like I'll change it later. And then yeah. we've also seen, and we saw, I think Raven was successful with that. Right. Whereas I think Tatiana was not. Tatiana was not. Alexis yeah. Michelle was not. Right. Because she, where I think Raven was, Listening to the producers uh, and Max judge. was not successful. Max was that. not. Derek Barry wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. At that. Yeah, but I think that Raven was listening, and then they were kind of reacting. Sure, you know, um, or or and I think someone like Alexis Michelle was trying to like get ahead of the the producers. Oh, I, I think this is what they want. Yeah, right. Um, so I thought that was an interesting idea. Um, that I think happens a lot, and I feel like I could see myself doing that of like not just committing to your art, but always kind of like having an eye on like, are they like that Trixie thing of like, are they liking this? Are they laughing at my jokes? Is this right, good? Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, Zach also uh, heartily recommended uh, Dragula season two. Okay. So I, all right. And it, it, he said at the very least, I think he said, watch the looks. So, all right. um, okay. You know, I'm ready for it. I, saw, I watched the first episode and I think I said this before, like, it was scary. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> to the first episode of the first season, right? No, the second. Oh, the season. second season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I right. bought it on uh, Amazon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it was scary. <laughs> and I thought that the queens that I thought did really, really well on the runway. By the way, the looks are amazing. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they. But I didn't. All of the judges were in. 
you know, discordance with everything that I said. I see. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, uh, do yeah. I get this show yet? Maybe right. I need to watch the first season. <laughs> right. Like get the, con- the, the context. Yeah, yeah. And figure out what they like. Speaking of amazing looks, uh, I found a clip online. It was the runways from Drag Race Thailand. It was three in one looks. Oh, my God. Did you see it? Uh, yes. Raph sent this. My friend Raph sent this to me. Oh, my God. I, and here I was thinking, oh, Drag Race Thailand, whatever. No. The, if this some of these queens everything. pulled these looks out. Three in one. Unbelievable. Un- oh, my God. Some of them were cool. Some of them were holy shit cool. Yeah. They, was, I mean, it puts some of the transformation looks for our season on at, shame. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really. I mean, uh, I'll post the clip on Twitter. It is Ugh, incredible what gag. these queens pull out. Yeah. Ugh, really, really incredible. I definitely want to be catching more of Drag Race Thailand yes. purely for that. Right. Um, and I'm sure there's subtitles, so I'm sure I can get caught up in the drama. Okay. Um, so uh, I had mentioned in our main episode, and I'm I, I'm going to just kind of highlight it again, but Sister Mary Francesca, um, she had a couple interesting ideas. One about, we talked about B- Bianca versus Trixie. Because I think maybe the last episode, we had talked about how they both do clown makeup. Yeah. Um, and, I, and one of the differences, like, Francesca was saying was that there is very much a difference in how they're using clown makeup, mm-hmm. which I totally get. And it's that from and I the way I see it is that Bianca, the clown makeup is working with her illusion. And for Trixie, it is the illusion. Bianca still comes through. She has very strong facial features in terms of expressions, like and the makeup only emphasizes that. Right. The white under her eyes only gives us more of that bulge dye that she does when she's just like not having it. Right. Just like all the time. Whereas I think Trixie, I can't get a single nuance behind all that makeup. Yeah, that's true. It's the same face. Yeah. And I find that that is, we talked about this in the main stage episode that I think the makeup is is holding Trixie back. And part of it is that it's hard to read her and connect with her. I just want, I don't know, just maybe it would be a Derek Berry situation. It's like, don't do new makeup. Right. You know, without practicing at first. Right. So it's like, okay, keep the same makeup. Right. Stay safe. But also don't come to Drag Race without being able to change your makeup up. I don't know. I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, do do have a, a one other look. You right, know? right. Like have a day drag look. Mm-hmm. You know? Like do an all stars look. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or if you're gonna do this Trixie thing, go so go to the stratosphere with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like make divine eyes like right. up onto your forehead. Right. She's bald. She could do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I uh, I see that. I see how the makeup works differently for those queens. I mean, it'd be so cool for Trixie to come to uh, out the runway and be like, which queen is that? And not be able to recognize. Her, right, right. You know? Yeah, I I hope maybe the next runway because it's gonna be multiple looks. Maybe we'll get something new from yeah, Trixie. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, another topic that Francesca brought up that I thought was interesting was the way that it she, or she was really asking is is drag a safe way of people interacting with either with I guess with gay men without having to interact with their sexuality mm-hmm. and the parts of it that make people uncomfortable. Sure. Um, does does drag sanitize the the um, more down and dirty sexual side of being gay? Um, because it's oh, it's hetero. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you've 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 stripped all that away by you know if you're doing sort of typical um, you know female illusion drag, right. you've stripped all that away and hidden all that behind this character, and then whatever sexuality you perform as that character is is essentially a, a female sexuality. Yeah, if a drag queen is hitting on a straight man in the audience, yep. it's much easier, quote unquote, for him to swallow. No pun intended. Right. Than if it was, uh, you know, a, a man not in drag. Right. Right. And I think that it's like. 
I can understand that on a logical level. I can understand that, but I also think <clears throat> that it's it's just, it's highlighting the fact that like, oh, I just don't want to be reminded. I don't want to be. Sh- I don't want it to have it rubbed in my face, which we've all heard as gay people. Right. You can be gay, just don't rub my face. Yeah, in yeah, it. Just don't I go just out in the see, world. I just want to see it. <clears throat> yeah. And so what it made me think of is I've never seen, but I think in New York there's um I think it's called boylesque. It's all male burlesque. Uh-huh. I. I it's something that I guess I position for myself to go see because I think that's the answer to what Fran- Francesca's bringing up. I think that is a version of drag performance, whatever that is fully embracing uh, male sexuality. Male sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see that performed okay. just to kind of get a counterbalance of that. So the, I mean, the place I went to with Francesca's email is uh, I just thought of Shakespeare when they would have men dressed as women in mm-hmm. female roles, um, and you know that was part of the theater of it mm-hmm. and it it was funny because you knew it was a man in a dress right but there were also uh aspects of it where like you believed the the the, the drag queen yeah. playing Juliet yeah and it was a love story and it was beautiful and mm-hmm. you were like oh my god this is amazing yeah the effort was made to cast younger men so that they looked more feminine yeah it, it, if they wanted you to always remind you that it was a man in a dress they they cast John Goodman you know what I mean right yeah like the effort was made to create the full illusion so you could buy into the story yeah mm-hmm. so in that sense like you weren't thinking that it was gay you were right. like oh this is straight mm-hmm. and and wh- so that's where I went and so when I think of a, a, a drag queen with a male, um, yeah, it would be easier to, to, to swallow. Mm-hmm. Quote right, right. Um, I thought it was an interesting point. Yeah. And, and it made me think about queens on drag race. There's a heterocentricity to it. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, you know, yeah, whenever we see sort of sexuality performed on drag race, it is always this, this interpretation of a sexual woman. I don't know if we've seen, um, other than the pit crew, I guess, which is a sort of drag. Oh yeah, oh and a uh, problematic. Yeah, one, right? and it's because, not the one I'm looking for. Yeah, we don't like that type of yeah. drag. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess um, RuPaul hitting on Jeffrey Boyer Chapman was, was yeah. Male that's sexuality. true. That's true. It, that came <clears throat> off as kind of aggressive, predatory too. Yeah, which is kind of like about, oh yeah, shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I think it's a. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky territory, but I think something like male burlesque, boylesque. I think that's very much the answer to this. Right. Um, where it's not just showing up; it's celebrated. Yeah, I mean. Oh, it's not necessarily with drag queens, but we do hear, um, you know, I, I guess when um, Juju B was pseudo proposed to by her boyfriend, mm-hmm. whenever boyfriends show up, whenever they're talking about their partners, yeah. there's always that kind of male love and romance that's mm-hmm. there that's not in drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. Um, so, yeah. So, this is sort of an interesting uh topic to explore yeah i wanted to mention something i know this is going back to the slate article but i feel like it's worth bringing up i think in your response to nathan you had mentioned about rupaul being a black queen mm-hmm. um i think it's a separate issue right i and i don't think it's an argument no i don't no i but what i think about that and how Ru, i think that rupaul in drag is playing a white woman Really? Yeah. No, I, and I feel like that joke has been made before. I feel like RuPaul's made that joke. I think that RuPaul is playing a white woman in drag, and that's why she is more accepted um, and oh, doesn't wow. come up against these stereotypes. I think, um, yeah, I just think that... And it's in not, the East Village, she wasn't. Well, I think that was that was different. I'm, the, the RuPaul that everybody knows and accepted uh-huh. was RuPaul doing white drag. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, I know that's kind of a, a staunch point to make, but, like... 
I know, girl, you better work. I mean, that's I a think that girl. she's putting that on the way that white gays do that sometimes oh, when we want to put that kiki on. I think she puts that kiki on as much as she puts on the Jewish thing, you know? Like, okay. I, I think that she just tries it on. Well, that's interesting. Um, I have to think about that. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't thought about that. I, I guess I have to now look at RuPaul differently and just be like, okay, what kind of, what kind of woman are you uh, being? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like so much of her influence, though, that she's talked about have been um, black women. I, to me, when I see her drag now, it's Faye Dunaway. It's oh, really? Faye Dunaway and Network. It's yeah. It it that's what I'm seeing. It's okay. it's very much that little bit of grand dame, a little bit of sort of like mm-hmm. you know modern diva. Like I don't see Diana Ross. Right. I have I mean, especially having just seen BB. I don't see what Rue's doing. Yeah. It's giving me Diana yeah, Ross. I, I hear you, you. Know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, so anyway, I throw that out there. I just thought, you know, before I forget. Okay. Um. Um, I, I guess if we're talking about that article again, one uh, just a throwback to Aja doing Crystal Abasia. Mm-hmm. Another reason why Crystal Abasia is somebody to know is because so many drag queens in the competitions back in the 60s and 70s um, were the, the, the drag queens of color mm-hmm. were encouraged to lighten their skin and oh, lighten their wow. makeup. Mm-hmm. And when Crystal Abasia was criticized... Mm-hmm. Uh, for look appearing too dark, mm-hmm. her response would be, "Well, my eyes are white," oh, and she yeah. never, um, never did that. She never gave that to judges, even right. though that made her perhaps lose more. Well, and she says in that in that speech about how like I can show my color. Yeah, 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 right. um, yeah. That's, that's an interesting point. Um, and obviously, we see that kind of racism today. Oh yeah, that it's, exactly. It's not. It it then becomes shades of right. like, yeah, you know, what what tone is your skin yeah, yeah how and, dark are you and even like with that. these with these drag queens yeah. right it's mm-hmm. like are you and what to your point about rupaul it's like what type of woman are you pretending to be right. are you going to be the problematic black woman right you know right. or are you going to be the one that we kind of understand because right. it's a stereotype and it's safe and it's yeah. further from us mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's yeah it's, it's awful it's yeah. violent it's i mean it's it's definitely uh like it's not hard to see what creates these ideas like it's when when like guys on on apps say like that you know it's just my preference i don't like white guys it's just my preference right it's like you don't have to dig very deep to understand what that really is yeah you know what i mean it's not hard to see the structure here and how this happened right yeah right um i want to mention we talked about this last week but sister mary glenda has been turning it the fuck out oh my god with this morality theme yes because she's been right and yeah. I'm like, I, don't, I have not seen anyone else talk about this. Yeah. So like Glenda, I'm telling you, girl, <laughs> like I get these emails and I'm like, I'm snapping at my computer. So Chi Chi, the, the, the seven, seven deadly sins yeah. right, that Glenda's uh, ascribing to these ones that are getting kind yeah. of voted off. Chi Chi recently had a, uh, an interview with Vulture mm-hmm. and they, one of the questions was, why didn't you sing? Um, you know, you you did so well at the Christmas on tour thing. Whatever. Right. Why didn't you sing? And then they also talked to her about like, why did you pick? Uh, why did you pick? Um, My Angelou. My Angelou. And both of her responses speak to the seventh deadly sin of sloth in yeah. the sense that she said, you know, I was just kind of lazy about it, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like, I you know, I didn't want to do the whole singing thing. Right. And then with. Um, my Angelou, she's like, yeah, I didn't really know which character I was going to do. Yeah. And I tried to pick one that had the closest voice to Eartha Kitt. Wow. 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 That, I mean, you know, I'm going to name it because it's all right, Mary. We know it's tricky territory to say, oh, the black queen sloth. Like, we get it. We're not saying that. You know we're not saying that. <laughs> Obviously, not. we're not saying that. Yeah. If you listen to us in context, we would never say that. But 
fitting this theme and this and what Chi Chi herself, the drag queen, was doing, yeah, it kind of makes sense if you're applying this theory. Well, that's what she said herself. And yeah. because she said it. Yeah, yeah, she's the one who used the word lazy. Yeah. But it's I thought that's a really interesting idea. And then furthermore, and now I feel like I'm just like I'm feeling very sensitive about my like racial notes I'm hitting but then there's Tri- Trixie who found redemption through forgiveness you oh, know what I mean, I see what you mean. Um, but is is that spot on is that right. like Trixie literally got redemption by getting forgiveness from Shangela Ugh. and I just think this theory is so interesting who knows if it'll keep playing out I mean I'm one also wondering like they must have put three Trixie lipsticks in Shangela's. Oh, box. yeah, totally. You know right, mean? right, right. And she had to like scratch it out. Chi <laughs> Chi. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. No. Um, yeah. So it's, um, I thought that's an interesting concept. And yeah. so I'm wondering where lust is going to fit in. Right. Yeah. Right. It um, might not fit in. It might not. Or but... gluttony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Like somebody who's like hoarding all the fabric. Oh, my God. Or hoarding all the challenges. Ooh, ooh, ooh! All right, we'll see what happens. Because what's left? There's, there's um, lust, lust, gluttony, and um, I don't know, wrath, wrath. I think Kennedy, Kennedy, <laughs> or Morgan's gonna come back for another one. Yeah, I'm taking two of these. <laughs> anyway, um, so thank you, Glenda, um, for that as usual, yeah. and keep it up. I think those are all of our merry emails. Yeah, I mean, maybe not all of them, but the ones I think that I think we we wanted to speak to for yeah. this untucked episode. Um, you know, I just wanted to make some predictions for next week. Some, sure, some quick ones. Um, if we're going off of the edit and kind of what we're seeing. Um, it's going to be an Andy Warhol ball, so it's about designing. Yeah, I don't know how much they're allowed to bring from home here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much this is a home look versus like a create all your looks. Right. Yeah. So, um, the six queens that are left, we have BB, who is not going to be eliminated. Right. I think I she's going to turn it out. Oh, you think she's going to get in the top? I don't know. I just think she's. Gonna, I think that she's going to be fine. I think in terms of design, she'll be fine. Okay. I'm not worried about BB. So then there's Trixie, Kennedy, Aja, Shangela, and Ben. So I think I think Shangela's going to be great. I hope so. The preview made it look like she was having some trouble at the sewing machine again. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll see. That could just be you know yeah. trying to throw us off the scent, right? Um, you know, Aja is is great at a singer. You know what I mean? She's great at a sewing machine. You know, she's you know, flappy at the jaw, great on a mic. <laughs> um, I think she'll be fine. Okay. In terms of, I don't know if they'll send her home because they want to get rid of her. Like I don't know how the elimination is going to be, but I think performance wise, I think she's going to be good. Sure. Um, I assume Ben will do fine. I could also see this being like, you know, this could be the, and you never know when it's going to go like this. I could see that being this. Um, Trixie needs to turn it out. Yeah. There really is no choice. Um, And then Kennedy, I mean, Kennedy did not do really well with design in season seven. I don't know how much she makes her own looks on the regular. They did mention her kind of crafty store looked this week with the sunflowers. Yeah, which I don't even think she made this look. I think she... Yeah. But I just I Kennedy would be one that I would put in the bottom because I think in the past she's not done well with yeah. design. Um I could also see so in terms of like the bottom I'm going to say Aja and Kennedy only because Aja some costumes I've seen that she's made on YouTube I mm-hmm. didn't think were very good. Okay. But, yeah. Um maybe she doesn't get the references as much as others who knows maybe. what storyline they try to tell. Yeah. Um cuz well Aja knows the queen and she knows Crystal Abasia. Right, so maybe she'll do great. Maybe. You know, or or Andy Warhol is is somehow not in yeah, her but you know canon. In any event there's going to be 3 on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So the only three, I mean, there's Ben, Shangela. I, I think it's going to be Kennedy. Yeah. 
Aja mm-hmm. and Ben. Yeah, just to kind of keep things interesting. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, I could see, I could see Kennedy or Aja potentially going next. Okay. Obvi- we're down to the point. You I know, don't think Ben is going to go next. I don't not, not unless no. something crazy happened. I think something else is going to have to. I don't send think. Ben home. I don't. I don't think Shandra's going home, and I don't think BB is. I think she's a mall. I, I think do. she's a mall. She's the camomole. Yeah, yeah. camomole. Yeah. Um. So and so then there's Trixie, and I don't think. Well, you know what? It would be an interesting gag. Yeah. 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 Sure. And then she'd come back later. She she's also not a queen that I think of as one who designs her own looks. Okay. So that's. Uh, probably yeah. gonna be I so don't I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the bottom three are Trixie, Aja, and Kennedy and that um uh you know I'm gonna say Trixie goes home. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Trixie goes home. I feel like if Trixie's in the bottom next week she should go home. Okay, yeah. It's it's not fair yeah. at this point. Yeah. And Aja and Kennedy have both won a challenge. Yes, they've they, exactly they exactly. need to stay. And mm-hmm. and Kennedy won a lip sync. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that at this point, even if Kennedy does poorly, she's already proven she has more to give this competition. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying Trixie's got more to give, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not it. seeing it, Gia. I'm not I'm seeing not it, seeing Gia, it. so I can't buy it. Yeah. Um, so, I'm yeah. I'm getting impatient. I'm getting impatient. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, anyway, I think that's all we've got for Untucked. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a good untucked episode. Yeah, we got a lot of lot of meat in the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, lot of, lots, um, of, lots of lunch meat. Yeah, yeah, lots of you know we untucked a lot. Yeah. Um, so anyway, obviously, Marys, if you have thoughts or questions or ideas that you want to have us discuss on this episode or just to share with us, obviously there might be a lot to respond to that right. you might disagree or agree with. We want to hear it. Yeah, um, I think the best place to to respond to kind of bigger issues is probably via email. Yeah, so that we can really digest and really think mm-hmm. and and have a, a stronger dialogue. Yeah, I think tweets are fine for quick things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, DMs are fine too. The only problem with DMs is that it's like in the Twitter app, and I I don't know. I always feel like it's not. It's it's so much harder for me to type something on my phone. Yeah, and even like on the computer, it's just it. I'm just used to emails. Anyway, Marys, <laughs> reach out to us how you want to reach out to us. But like, if we're gonna throw preferences out there, send your long form ideas to allrightmarypodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and sh- send your hot takes and questions and ideas to us at allrightmary. Yeah, there you go um, on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. and uh, as usual, thank you guys for leaving comments and ratings and reviews on iTunes and letting other potential Marys out there know that this is a podcast worth listening to. Um, and please keep it up. That's all I can say. I mean, you know, thanks, thanks Mary. Thanks, well, more uh, of that. We hope that you have a really wonderful week and yep. we can't wait to uh, see the next episode on Thursday. Yeah. So either we will, you will hear from us uh, mid Teen next Witch. week for yep. Teen Witch or you will see us next weekend for our review of the Andrew Warhol Ball. All right. Bye. Bye, Mary.